Today on Catfish Best Source, we have a real heavy hitter with us. From YouTube fame, Monster Rod Holders, and the creator of Catfish Conference, we're going to visit with the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Douglas. From the studios of Grand Forks Best Source, welcome to Catfish Best Source, presented by Half Brothers Brewing. I am your host, Brad Durek, from the cold winter of the north, joined by producer Dale, as always... A couple things coming up. Our Super Clean contest is now moving into number two. So we have a new keyword for that one. Go over to the Brad Derrick Outdoors Facebook page, find the Super Clean, like the post, and type catfish into the comments line. Winners will be drawn at random here in a couple of weeks. As always, our main sponsor is Half Brothers Brewing. So let's uh, let's visit our buddy Jeremy over at Half Brothers Brewing. Grand Force, North Dakota, 17 North 3rd Street. More than welcome to come see us anytime. We open at 4 o'clock during the weekdays, 12 o'clock on the weekends. Um, we're just a small brewery here. We do small batches of stuff. We are distributing through, what, four different states. Uh, we make pizzas from scratch, dough sauce, everything, things like that. We put the same amount of time and effort into our food that we put into our beer. And if you've tried our beer, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you can find us in most local beer stores throughout North Dakota, South Dakota, into Minnesota, and we're even up and internationally into Canada. So, if you have a spare moment in your day, you happen to be in Grand Forks, stop on in. I'll be happy to pour you a beer. Thank you from our buddy Jeremy over at Half Brothers Brewing. So, as always, we start the show off with a Half Brothers beverage. Today is Black Heart Black IPA. Now, Jeremy and Bob over there tell me this one is fantastic. I've never had it, as I've been telling you for two seasons. IPAs sometimes aren't my thing and sometimes are. So let's try a black IPA right now. You know what? It's pretty good. It's a little darker than I would like, but that's why they have all the kinds of different beverages over at Half Brothers Brewing. Before we get to our guest here, Brothers Firearm Shop, located in the Grand Cities Mall in Grand Forks, they buy, sell, trade new and used firearms. Brothers Firearms has got you covered for anything you need, from tons of firearms, silencers, all the way to flamethrowers. And Brothers Firearms is veteran-owned. Check out Brothers Firearms in the Grand Cities Mall in Grand Forks. Open Monday through Friday, 11 to 6, Saturdays noon to 4. Brothers Firearms, protecting America since 2015. BrothersFirearmsShop.com All right. Now, we get down to business. He's been patiently waiting for me to get through all this stuff. All the way to Kentucky for Monster Rod Holders, the man who came up with Catfish Conference, Steve Douglas. Sir, welcome aboard to Catfish Best Source. Hi, glad to, have, glad to be here. How's the weather up there? Well, you know what? It's winter in North Dakota. It is what it is. We deal with it every every week. At the time of this recording of this show, it's pretty darn miserable. <laughs> So, like, do I need to turn him up a little bit? bit All right, we're going to adjust your audio here a little, Steve. Let me get a little closer. How about that? That'll work great. So, it's a real treat. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're a busy man, so sitting back and taking an hour with us is awesome. Um, Like I do, everybody who I bring on from around the country, 
tell us what got you into catfishing. Why did the bug bite you? How old were you when you got started and what kind of brought you up to where you are today? Well, I mean, I've always had bug from the very, you know, third grade probably. But as far as catfishing, I've always catfished throughout my career. But in, in probably 2001, I had a bass buddy. I used to be in bass fishing. I thought I was going to be the next Kevin Van Dam, but <laughs> I had a buddy in bass fishing that kind of found catfishing. See, up here it's walleye fishing. Down your way, it's I, bass fishing. Yeah. And I, I just seen him one day at a gas station. I hadn't seen him in years. He said, man, I'm catfishing now. Come on with me. So I went down uh, to the Cumberland River, and he put me on a 20-pounder, and uh, that that did it. That, that absolutely uh, – I wanted I wanted bigger ones, so there there's where it started. So probably around 2001, I guess it is. In 2002, I really got into the tournaments a little bit. It wasn't until about 2008 I really started taking off. That's well, when social media started and all that. So that's really when it started. Boy, our catfish careers went pretty much hand in hand as far as what years everything took off. Then just from what you're telling me, because 2001 was when I really got into it and. 2008 was the first season of guiding. Yeah, really. So that's interesting. So, in you know, a 20 pound catfish is a pretty big deal. Granted, you're in blue cat country. So, what's your PB now? I don't. I don't ever weigh my fish. I do have one that I, I've got two that I feel like it was triple digits. Not much over triple digits, but but triple digits. I had I had one evening at Nickajack Lake. From six o'clock in the evening to two o'clock in the morning, I caught so many big fish. My arm was Charlie. We can call it locking up. It was Charlie horsing her, or it, it just lock up because I was pulling fish up. But there was two that night that was I feel like was over. But that was one. I got a picture of it, but all my video got erased accidentally. Me me trying to get up on technology and and, and use a ten year old uh, hard drive. I put all that information on it, and it, it wouldn't bring it back out, and I accidentally deleted all that stuff. So, Was this when you were big into the YouTube thing, or was it before ago. it? This was two years ago. Two years ago? Oh, boy. Two years ago, yeah. Oh, my goodness. You probably cried for a week after that. Oh, I, I, was, I was distraught for sure. I mean, I've got a lot of that video left. It's from up behind me doing down on me and it's got my wife lisa filming me and she don't want to be on film so i can't put all that that video out and it wouldn't be interesting anyway because it's from a, a above my head and you can see some stuff but it's not as uh not as good if it ain't her video yeah i don't like uh i don't like that overhead video much anyway and i don't usually have a camera person with me so i guess that's why i don't have much video anymore but uh well, I get the overhead just for the takedowns that's the only reason it's up there is to, to be able to get those takedowns right when i do shoot that's what i have because it's out of the way and it can actually get a shot so so you start you got hooked on it in the early 2000s and what came first the advent of monster rod holders are starting to do the youtube thing as social media was taken off the youtube thing i mean i was i was uh, of course you probably was on the brotherhood of catfishing as well oh yes yep yep still am uh, and i kind of got on there and, and kind of met some people and there's this little kid that kept fishing the dams uh the up there in louisville and i said you know the bigger fish are on down river so i actually took him out 
um, and, and he was the younger guy, you know, and he, it was, YouTube was new and it was the biggest fad. And he, he, we did a video that day and then I seen how cool it was. And I wanted to, to continue filming my journeys out there. I would never expected to get any kind of YouTube famous. I was just filming some stuff. And here we are 15 years later, I'm still kicking the catfishing stuff, but that started first. And then I got into tournaments a little bit. Uh, and then I had a, what in my mind was a, a hundred pound fish get broke off, took my rod holder, everything out of the boat. And that's when I decided, you know, I'm going to make me some rod holders. This ain't going to happen to me again. And when I did that, of course, I was fishing the tournaments. People were seeing my rod holders. They're kind of the red and black tips. It's kind of the signature thing. And next thing you know, we're, we're doing business still to this day. Well, you've even You're doing very well. I, I, I must add, I mean, it's, it's been fun doing what you love in the industry. Now, I wasn't even planning on getting into rod holder business. I just made my own. Um, and then people seen them and wanted them. And, and like I say, this kind of snowballed. Well, that's how a lot of great businesses begin. So now you, yeah. a couple of years ago, got a whole new facility for all of that for, I don't know what it you call it, Steve Douglas ago. Corporate Headquarters, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. All this started, like I say, all this, it really started in 2008 when, when I kind of lost everything I had. Banks, you know, the economy crashed, the banks were calling notes. And, and it, that was my, my day. I, I, I kind of went belly up. I was an appliance repairman. I had a business for 25 years. I got the, uh, the great idea to start selling high end appliances like sub zero, $10,000 refrigerators. But in, it was good while the economy was good. But when 2008 hit, nobody wanted $10,000 refrigerator. So, uh, hence I kind of, I decided to go fishing. I said, screw it. I went fishing. The only thing I owned left was a, a Ranger boat and a pickup truck. So, you know, there's nothing like a recession to put everything into perspective. I started my guide service in 08 in the middle of it. And people were like, are you crazy? The economy's bad. And I came from the TV advertising business where we were taught when times get bad, your competition quits advertising, marketing, and promoting that's when you get in and do it. So that's when I jumped in. I mean, the timing said it. I didn't plan it that way. And it, uh, you know, I advertised, marketed, got on the sports show trail. And by the time it was done, half the guides up here were gone. So, I mean, you kind of went the other way. You had to bottom out and come up with a whole new plan. But right. it looked like it turned out to be a pretty good plan. Best decision I ever made to go <laughs> So, you know, and I'm a, I'm gonna give your your viewers or, or listeners a, a, a tip that I've lived by. That if you want to do something in the outdoor business, it, it, it you've got to you've got to do it. You got to make it the number one priority. It, it, my motto is: if you want it, you have to live it. You can't. And I tried it for 25 years to be the bass guru, try to work and be the bass guru. But what, what happened, what was lucky, YouTube came out, I got into catfishing, and then I was able to be the catfishing guru, I guess you want to say. It just, it all, it, it just fell in my lap, kind of. Well, most, I wasn't trying to go out and get famous, I promise you that. Well, most good success stories, it falls in your lap, so there you go. You, you yeah. were the winner of that, that lottery, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, we're blessed. So, but you know, we, we love spreading the, uh, we love just, you know, spreading the, 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 the love of, of catfishing, the passion, 
I mean, it's really grown since 2008. You've got to admit that too. Oh, I, I'm, yeah. I mean, and the funny part is, and I'm going to throw this out there just because you said that. So when I was writing my first book, Cracking the Channel Catfish Code, I talked to Doug Stangy at Fisherman, and even uh, Keith Catfish Sutton, who's a friend of this show, and I asked them, I said, so the catfish world is growing at leaps and bounds. And that's what you say, and that's what I've seen. And they said, well, maybe not. Maybe they were always there, but hiding in the shadows. And now with social media and everybody's love of a big fish, they're just getting more public. And, you know, that statement is now almost 10 years old. And I'm still sitting here kind of wrestling whether that was true or not. And I have a hard time believing that it was true just in our local area, how it's grown and gotten so much bigger over the past mm-hmm. six years. So, I mean, comment on what they, those guys were telling me. Maybe they've always been here. I don't know. Well, the social media has helped, helped a whole lot, but there's still a lot of great anglers out there that can whoop everybody's butt that just don't even want no part of social media. So, Boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah. We got a couple tournament guys up here that are just – unbelievable and nowhere to be found in the social media and believe me i know they're there because i keep writing them checks oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no doubt sorry about that i forgot to turn that off well that's okay it happens you're a businessman i actually remembered to shut mine off the last time we recorded one of these shows it was ringing away during the show and oh. so you got the monster rod holders going. You mentioned that they're the red, the red and black. But now I see the last time I was at a conference, you have orange ones and green ones and all kinds of fun different colors. Are those sellers are more just to match boats and match rod racks, or is it still pretty much the black and red? Yeah, we do sell them a bit. Um, people, I mean, what killed us, I guess, was was all these rod manufacturers coming out with all these crazy colors, and then and then everybody wanted to match their their boats and, and, and all that, which is cool. I mean, it, everybody loves bling, that's for sure. Uh, but they, they're, no matter what color they are, they're going to work regardless. So it's just a preference. But yeah, I mean, colors are of a thing. I don't know if that's going to last or not because I'm starting to see uh, uh, people are wanting – I better, I better not say too much. <laughs> I got to do it first, and then then I'll release it before. Because I, I got to tell you, people watch me and do do what I do, um, and, and it kind of affects my business a little bit. So I better, yeah. But yeah, the colors are nice. The guys, the guys are loving it. And they're matching their boats. Yeah, I mean, I look at the colors and all the different rods, and we got this color coming out this week, and that color came out last week, and five more coming out in two weeks, and. You know, you got the group that I bought six of these, so now I got this other color for sale four months later. And I personally yeah. think it's a little bit on the silly side myself, but, um, you know, whatever. I just ask for a good rod that is going to reel in the reel it in. And I mean, for the right. last few years, it's no secret I've been I've been an ugly stick guy. Well, I, they're a good name brand. They've been around a while, and you know they they've earned the respect over the years. I would think. Ugly sticks got a good name. You can't you can't beat them. You can't break them. Well, the, you know the cool part that I mean, a lot of the general public doesn't know about Ugly Stick, and we're not necessarily having a show about Ugly Stick. Is it always had the poor reputation of being part of Shakespeare? Ugly Stick being that you know piece of Shakespeare. Well, a couple of years ago, that a lot of people don't realize is they pulled Ugly Stick out as its own brand name now, and then now they've released the 
the carbon for you know what I think is going to be a great bumping rod. Not that I'm any kind of expert at that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they came out the catfish special. They came out with the ugly tools and now the scales. So they're they're beefing it up. They're putting out a more expensive product with more quality. And I think that's taking that ugly stick reputation for those who knew it as a tough rod that's hard to beat to another level. So I think that was a very smart thing, and people don't even realize it yet that it's on its own. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that is rebranded, or is Shakespeare still own? Well, it's all under the pure fishing and, uh, uh, you know, uh, umbrella. So it's on its own, even though it's in the same place. If that makes any sense at all, and, it is, and, and, and they're just getting up with the times. They're uh, they're coming. They're, they're probably building what people want. You know, talking about the, the carbon and all that now. They weren't built out of carbon in the past, however. Oh no, and they still have the old ugly stick catfish and the catfish specials. Basically, the same style. Uh, it's it's orange with a, a much heav- heavier handle on it that you know big fish can't wreck in the rod holder. And then now, just hitting the markets, that carbon. So it's up and above what they already have. Yeah. Well, I feel like the color stuff is going to kind of fade out. Um, I'm starting to see a trend in in a different direction right now as far as the rod holder colors. I don't know about the rod colors, but the rod holder colors is – I do know that green is really popular. Green is good in everything, though, isn't it? Yeah, that that fluorescent green, it pops. I mean, I've been wearing fluorescent green Crocs for 15 years in the boat, and people say that, you know, we're not going to catch fish unless I have my fluorescent green Crocs on in the boat anymore. (laughs) But for those of you who are truly paying attention, I haven't had fluorescent green Crocs on in two years. They've been red and two green. (laughs) Dale's over here giving me thumbs up for that one. Anyway, so YouTube, I want to look at some trends. Now, you were one of the originals of the YouTube, and it seems like everybody with a camera and a pretty shirt anymore has a YouTube channel. Um, I'm starting to see talking to viewers, not people who are producing, but viewers seem to be picking out their favorites and just kind of leaving everybody behind. That is that kind of what you're seeing? I mean, you're one of the favorites, and, uh, you know, Spencer no, Bowers I'm, up I'm there. I'm not irrelevant anymore, to be honest with you. Even though I'm the, the the guy that started the catfishing in on YouTube, I'm kind of irrelevant. Irrelevant. There, there's some other guys out there that ruffle feathers, and people like to you know they like. Oh yeah, to oh, know yeah. where the ruffle is, <laughs> and then there's there's guys that you know that, that's doing very well, and I just don't put the content out like I used to. Right, but uh, when, I, when I do put content out, it should be pretty good, but. Uh, in order for YouTube to really thrive on YouTube, you got to put a video out every day. Exactly. At least once a week. Um, and it's, it's just, I don't want to go out and put, do a video of just me catching the same size fish every day. I mean, if you see me today, you've seen me Tuesday and Wednesday with the same stuff. Uh, I want to be able to go out and do different things. And, and uh, But, you know, it's a new crowd, too. People don't even know me. I did a, a crappie video the other day, and... And this is the mentality of some people, too. I don't understand this, but I just did a crappie video. I'm being me. Uh, but I had a comment guy said, you, you, if you're trying to keep up with Richard Gene, you got another thing coming. Well, I'm not trying to keep up with Richard Gene. <laughs> you know, uh, he's got his people and he's got his niche. There's plenty of people for everywhere. I, I don't understand why people flock to me. Well, I, mean, I got, I'm just an old dude that, 
the fish is a little bit. I got to tell you, up here in North Dakota, the YouTube comment comes in the boat, especially with teenagers. And your name always comes up. And then when I said that I've actually met you, they're like, really? You've met Steve? <laughs> well, I, I do still get a lot of that. And I get people coming up to me out of nowhere wanting to shake my hands and stuff. Uh, I, here, here's something real weird that I, that I didn't know about. Uh, I was at a crappie event tournament trail uh, a couple weeks ago. And I'm just kind of infiltrating this to kind of help because I'm building this crappie industry with the catfishing industry. Yep, and we're going to talk about that extensively here in a couple minutes. Yeah, but I'm just standing there, you know, observing things, and uh, I've actually got crappie guys coming up wanting to take pictures with me. I kind of felt weird at that situation, for sure, because I wasn't trying to take things away from other people, uh, you know, at the crappie event. But uh, I, I think I've made an impression over the last 15 years where I've still got that impression, but as far as people watching my videos – there's other like Spencer Bauer. People love to watch him. I think he, he goes out and he does videos all the time, catching and cooking and stuff. Uh, and then you got a few other guys that, that have the drama in their, their videos a lot. And, and people love that too. That's the till ringing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, let me turn it off. Got it. If you need a minute, I'll roll to a commercial break quick if you want to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and do a commercial break. All right, let's talk muskox for a minute. If you move snow with a skid steer, you must see the muskox difference. A patented back drag feature allows operators to blow snow while back dragging in front of obstructions like garage doors, siding, and fire hydrants, as you can see in the video rolling right now. That's exactly what they're doing. This saves time and money while lowering... It, injury risk by decreasing manual labor. The optional dual logger, called the dually, helps operator eat through big snowfalls, ice-crusted snow, and blow more snow while backdragging. And the glide plate allows you to glide over grass and gravel without ripping up all the soft surf surfaces. Subsequently, create an instant torque on the lower cutting edge to break up snow and ice better to expose the hard surfaces, see the muskox difference. Go to muskox.com or Facebook at muskox snowblowers or call 218-288-1905. Muskox. See the difference for yourself, and they are accepting dealer inquiries if you're interested in being into the sales for muskox. Next, our friend Thunder Ray's Auto Repair. Everyone with a car or truck will need a repair at one time or another. May I recommend Thunder Ray's Auto Repair at Grand Forks? Ray's a friend of this show and catfishing. When we when he started his own shop, we knew he'd do great. Just drive by the shop. It's always full of cars and tells me they are good. Our family's taken all of our service needs to Ray since he opened his doors three years ago. Ray's fixes all makes and models of vehicles. Besides fixing your car and truck, they can order and mount any tires you want. They can balance, do whatever you need there. They also fix rotate balance as you need, like I just said. From the personal experience, Ray has also packed and replaced trailer bearings on my boat trailer. We created that whole industry over there at Ray's Auto Repair. Oil changes, tire changes, brakes, starters, alternators, electrical and every other thing you can imagine for your car oh yeah they can help restore your muscle car too if you want fast honest service on your car think rays thunder rays auto on north washington grand forks for more information or to make your appointment thunderrays.com all right back to steve douglas 
So I'm going to step away from YouTube and Monster Rod Holders for a minute and get down to why I really brought you on here is you are the creator of Catfish Conference. I've been to the Catfish Conference in Kansas City, which is the new one. You've had two of those, right? Yep. And now you're doing something bigger and better by bringing in crappies. So that's why you've been talking about crappies a little bit so far in this show, is you're adding the crappie anglers into the Catfish Conference. So you're going to change the name too? Yeah, we're going to add we're going to add to the name. Are you going to go Catfish Conference and Crappies or Catfish yeah. and Crappie Conference? <laughs> that, well, I, in all my text, I've been doing Catfish slash Crappie Conference Expo. Is kind of what I've been. But uh, yeah, we're, we're we're looking at a new logo and, and things like that. I mean, it's still going to be the old state. We're we're not going to deviate any further. We're going to concentrate on catfishing one hundred and ten percent, and we're going to attempt to concentrate on crappie 110% all in the same building, but kind of, I got two, I got a stage over here on the, to the left for crappie and a stage over here to the right for catfish. So you're going to run two separate seminar booths at the same time. Yep. Yep. And, and I do have the crappie kind of separated somewhat from the catfishing because I want, when I want the crappie people to come in, you know, that's what they're interested in. But my hopes is a lot of folks coming in will be like me. I love the crappie fish and catfish at the same same time. Uh, what what people don't realize is right before I got into the crappie business, I was I was bass fishing too, but I was really getting into the um, I'm sorry, the catfish business. I was really getting into the crappie pretty hot and heavy before I met my guy at the gas tank that put me on the twenty pounder. So you know the Caps and Coleman. I mean, I've been watching them boys for twenty years. So this was a passion of mine pre-YouTube and, and all that. So, But YouTube really what pushed me to the catfishing side because I've, I've seen an avenue there. Uh, the crappie wasn't offering me that just yet, but the catfish does, so I jumped on the bandwagon. But now now I've kind of established myself. I feel like I'm old now. I'm going to go do what I want to do in crappie fishing. I love that. So I'm going to try. I'm going to attempt that. And I'm learning, so I'm going to bring people in to help teach me too. That's that's the way to go because you never stop learning. So I'm going to step have you go back. What gave you the idea? What possessed you to start that original catfish conference in Louisville? It was in well, Louisville, I mean, wasn't it? Can't take all the credit for for that. I mean, I, I was um, brought on Jeff Jones Marine as a sponsored angler and, and run one of their boats for a couple years. And one of the uh, salesmen in there asked me. He says, "Hey, how many?" Because I was kind of YouTube famous at the time, and he said, "How many people you think you could get here? We'll, we'll kind of like do a little little show." And I thought, "I don't know. We'll try it. I figure I could get 200 people to show up." Well, the day of the show, uh, I had it's supposed to start at nine o'clock. People from all over the country was here at seven o'clock trying to get in, and they were getting in. They were infiltrating. Uh, and by nine o'clock, when we we're supposed to open, all the like tangling with catfish. They, I think, they was the only rod manufacturer. They sold out of everything before nine o'clock. Uh, so it, it it wasn't all mine, and I do have a, a, a partner in this as well. His name is Hervé Drum, and I met him. Good uh, dude. And, and he's 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 uh, in the the Jeff Jones family. He married into the Jones family. That's kind of how I met him. Uh, but he he's the administrative side of it, and I'm more of the 
face and I get people to come to the show as far as vendors and stuff. I don't know what you call me in that sense, but I bring the vendors and the people to the show and he organizes and, and, and takes care of the insurance and ambulance and police and that stuff that we need to, to get into the show. So you came up with that. Obviously, that was only at Jeff Jones Marine for one year yeah. because it just blew the doors off the place, probably literally almost. <laughs> yeah. So we, the next year we thought, hey, we got something here. We went to the Crown Plaza with about 30,000 square foot. And we was there for two years and it got out of, out of hand. So we moved to another one that, that was 70,000 square feet. We was in it for two years. And now we're moved up to one that's got 200,000 square feet in it. And this is our second year in coming up in it. And we're using pretty much all of it with this new crappie uh, addition. So I, I was just, you know, I had a note here that it blew up. And then you added KC. I had no idea you moved up to that much square footage on the Louisville show. So, you know, at one point, I was seeing on social media you were looking for to do regionals, and then of course Kansas City came up, and so it's the two now. And you just got done with the second one. How did that compare to the first one? I realized the first one I was at, and a lot of the vendors were having trouble getting product at that particular one, like every other vendor in the world at the time. Right. So, and you moved it back a month. So, how did the second one compare to the first one? I think the first one went better than the second one, to be honest with you. And I and I, I'm not, I hope, can't say that. I don't know that. I don't know if the support is out there or not. Um, we're evaluating. It. See, we always want to do a couple shows and have one floating show. But to be honest with you, the way I work and, and what the amount of time it takes me to to put one of these shows together, I think I'm just going to do two shows a year, and I'm going to have the main Kentucky show all the time, and it's every year at the last weekend in February. And then I'm going to have the Kansas City one is going to become my floating one. And we're going to start moving it. Um, nobody knows this yet, but I am looking in the, the North Carolina area to bring us of a, a, another event in the East Coast. Well, you heard it here first, folks. There's a announcement in the world of Catfish and Crappie Conference coming coming our way and we're not sure exactly what it is so uh you know the kansas city i like i said i was at the first one and that's where i got to spend a little bit of time with you i thought it was fun um it was it's, and the people who came had a, had a great time but it's just um you know I, I do these things for networking purposes and i want our vendors to do good if they don't do good then i don't do good uh, and i can't have me not doing good so uh, and I think it might be the time of the year, Brad. Uh, you know, it was the first year it was during deer season, the last part of gun season. Right. But I tried to do it before Black Friday to give our vendors an opportunity to make more money for the Christmas. Because uh, this time of year, everybody's deer hunting and everybody's buying right. for fishing. Right. Uh, so, but I, I don't know if it's the time of year or not, but we're looking more of a June uh, for our next show, like during the spawn and most of the country's in spawn during June. I don't know about you guys up north. I was just going to say, you don't want me to ever go to that show again, do you? Because that's right in the heat of battle for me. <laughs> it, our spawn is the second half of June, but we uh, we rock it from the time we get in after ice out until, well, right up to then. And then my tournament that I operate, the Shields Boundary Battle, is actually, some years it's 
right in the spawn, and some years it's right after the spawn. And oh, okay. and then take a little break because that first week of July has got a bad reputation, and then it's game on. So um, to get me out of town in June, last year you would have succeeded because we were flooding, but... You know, that's, uh, yeah, that's heat of battle up here. You got to remember, we're under ice seven months a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, we've got to have them when people, I mean, because that, that is the issue, because I, I had a lot of people say, well, why do you have it in, in October? It's, it's uh, deer season, or why do you have it in October? It's football season. And I'm thinking, and this is literally one guy told me, why do you have it during football season? And I'm thinking, are you fishing or are you playing football? What do you want to do? Because I'm fishing. Years ago, I decided never again am I going to give up a beautiful fall afternoon to sit in front of a TV. Right. And, you know, my dig on this year's was by moving it back to October, you got into the tail end of my season and the beginning of our hunting season where my kid hunts. So that was why I didn't make it down there. But I want to make the February one. I have since it started. It's just a matter of travel and like I told you before we went on the air today, it falls this year on the North Dakota Taxidermist Convention, and my 12-year-old wants to uh, enter a taxidermy project in the state show for his very first item, and I, I think I owe it to him to take him to that show. So, Yeah. Well, just, just for your remember and all your reviewers, the Catfish Conference, our main show in Kentucky, is always the last weekend in February. It has been like that since the beginning of time. And I have yet to ever meet anybody who's not had a great time at that show or wanted to go back. So um, what's the dates for 2023 while we're talking about that? February 24th and 25th. And it's the first crappie edition. And it looked like the other day you put out a list of, of vendors. It looks like an absolute full show. Yeah, yeah. We've got over 70 vendors right now. That's catfish and crappie. Uh, I am having a little issue with the cropping guys, uh, uh, the vendors, of course. Now, I've got, I've got a lot of them, and they're great vendors, but mainly the, the, the rod manufacturers. Um, the rod manufacturers, like I say, at, at CatCon will, will make bank. And the crappie guys that I'm talking to that have rods, I don't think understand that because they're going to, they're saying, oh, well, you know, um, Tackle Bandit handles ours. Well, they're, they're going to sell through us. Uh, but what they don't understand is, is they're going to need 100 to 200 rods to sell to my people who come through the door. They're not going to be satisfied with just 12 rods that Tackle Bandit has in his, on his rack. Right. And the other 15 brands that he has on his rack. Right. You know, and that's, but, you know, once I prove something the first year to the crappie folks, I think they're going to be coming back. It'll come. But talk about Tackle Bandit for a minute. What a spread that guy brings into these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has he has it all. And uh, Nate really works hard at what he does. He's good at what he does. And, and uh, we, we're glad to have him at our show. That spread in Kansas City was unbelievable. I don't even know how many trailers they had in there. And they're, they're out of Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, they, you know, most of our rod manufacturers, like I say, my, my show's not like your regular show where you got your little cookie cutter 10 by 10 boots. All of my people are coming in seriously because they know they can sell here. They're coming in with 30 foot trailers and renting boost space to leave their 30 foot trailers in there so they can get their rods to sell to people. Right. And it's same with Nate Davis. He'll pull in a 24 foot trailer and just unload his, his whole store. I don't know how he packs that stuff in that trailer, but when it comes out, uh, there's a lot of stuff that Nate has. 
Oh, yeah. I watched it that one day, and I was just going, where did you put all that? But it was a good spread. And that's another thing with the rods is, you know, in a lot of other kinds of rods, you can probably order them online and got a good idea what you're getting. But catfish rods are not necessarily the same brand to brand. And I think that's one thing I've always heard, and that's one thing I've always done is, People want to get their hands on them, bend them a little bit, feel them. Um, I even saw a couple people slapping reels on them to feel them. So, I mean, that's yeah. a big deal to find exactly what you want, and that's another aspect of this show that I think is different from other fish species. Mm-hmm. Well, you're able to come in and, and like say, so you see all this stuff on the Internet. Man, you know, I want to get that uh, tangled catfish rod, or I want to get that B&M rod, well, you know, whatever. But um, they want to be able to feel that thing and and, and – all because they can see it on the internet all day long, but in order they put it in their hands. But that's the same thing with the crappie. I, I, I'm understanding. I'm, I'm learning still, but I see these 12 and 14 foot poles, and you know, surely you can't ship them things. Well, the right. shipping on rods anymore is ridiculous. Yeah, but like I say, when you can come to a show and you can pick up everything you need for the whole season, it's it's a beautiful thing. So it's crappie or or catfish, either one. I mean, uh, we've got. I can probably go through the list with you um, real quick if you. Yeah, go for it. I want to hear some stuff. Go go for it. Let's see. Let me see where I can get. Um, confirmed. Here we are. We'll start at the top, and I'll just come down. Uh, we got extra inning sports and apparel. They they do uh, tournament shirts. They're in a 10 by 20 booth. We got takedown rod holders. That's a uh, bank fishing rod holders. He's got a 10 by 10 booth. Fat Cat Live Wells. He makes tournament live wells uh, to put in your boat. He's got a 10 by 20. Carolina Weight Lake, Lake Weights. That's hard to say. Um, and he's got a 10 by 10. We got Minotaur Hooks is a new. new That's new. Thing. I just seeing them popping up now. Yeah. Uh, Chubby Fish Outdoors is another crossover um, yep. tackle store. Heard of that? Yep. Both. Uh, Triple City Tackle. I think that's a new startup, um, and with Catfish Tackle, uh, Pro Guide Batteries. Uh, they have a twenty by twenty booth, and uh, of course they sell all the lithium batteries and all the batteries. And then you know we have um, nonprofits as well that we allow to come in to spread the love of, of uh, so we got patriot catfishing coming in and they do a lot for the veterans take veterans fishing and such uh, and we got several we got three or four uh catfishing veteran organizations that you know take wounded warriors out or something like that uh, we're proud of that and of course monster rod holders will be there we got a rod company called shatter cats rods heard of that yep catch the fever rods oh yeah uh, Warrior Catfishing, that's another one of the nonprofits. Tangling with Catfish. This one here I'm real excited about. And you guys may know know this, but Wind Rider International. I've been trying to get a... That's clothing, right? Huh? That's clothing. Yeah, I've been trying to get outdoor. They got a float suit, I guess, for you guys that, that ice fish, that fall through the ice or something, that it floats. And, and of course, uh, what I wanted was rain gear for right. regular fishermen. And they have a lot of good stuff there. I was excited to get them in. And then we got some guides, uh, Southern Cat Guide Service. Um, of course, you probably know John Jameson. Oh, yes, I know John. Yep, Dark Water. Dark Water. Come up with a new bait uh, that's for catfishing. Uh, Parks Planer Boards. I know Kevin. 
might know that. Fallen Outdoors, that's another nonprofit. Uh, the ACA, which is an American Catfish Association, they're um, they're gathering memberships and doing some things for the, the industry. Uh, Dry Creek Marine, they sell the Monster Cat boat and I think another brand of boat, maybe Smokercraft. Okay. Uh, Big Vic's bait netting, that's for anybody who wants to use some chicken livers for their, their bait. Uh, this this netting just puts it in and holds the chicken liver on your hook. Uh, we have another crossover uh, bait and tackle store, Hamilton Bait and Tackle. They have a lot of reels, I mean, fishing reels. They bring a lot of them. Some guys brought a $1,000 reel to the show last year. It was a gold Abu Garcia something. I think it's actually gold, real gold. I heard about that one. I never got to see it, though. That was that was actually, yeah. su- supposedly, that was floating around Kansas City when I was there, too, that reel. I don't know who had it. And then uh, Rip and Lips, uh, they sell uh, rods and hooks and, and tackle. They usually got a big spread. Yeah. Twisted Cats Tournament Trail, we also allow some tournament trails to come in and, and advertise their stuff as well. Uh, let's see, uh, we got Rip and Lips Charters, which they are a... Um, I think they're up in your neck of the woods, maybe, because they fish a little bit for walleye, and they do a lot of crappie fishing at Dale Hollow. Yeah, that's And then offshore tackle, you're probably familiar with, with Nick. Oh, well, yeah, I know what offshore is. Okay. You know, i got to throw this in, right, since you brought in offshore. Uh-huh. You know, when I, I, I laughed when the catfish world was picking up the cleaner board thing. Yeah. Like it was something big and new. I'm in walleye world. That's old old news. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's cool that the catfish picked it up, but and uh, but it wasn't as uh, revolutionary to the world as some may have thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see who we got. Muddy River Catfish, and you probably know him. Oh, He's a YouTube, big YouTuber, and he has his own brand of rods and tackle. I listened to him on a po- on uh, Kevin's podcast the other night talking about guiding. Yeah. Yeah. I think him and Dieter Melhorn, a bunch of them were in there. Yep. I was going to go in, but I had a meeting that I probably shouldn't have missed, so I went. <laughs> oh, there you go. Then we got extreme bait tanks for anybody who likes to have some bait around, uh, Chad and such. Uh, and always we got the fish and wildlife coming in, doing what they can do. Uh, Mad Cats rods. They're the ones that has all the colorful rods. Yep. And then we have an FOA Customs and Gear. This is this fellow, I think, makes smaller fishing rods for bank fishing and um, kayak fishing, maybe. Uh, and then let's see, Eric Massey Jig Company. Now we're kind of getting into some some uh, crappie guys. The Eric Massey Jig Company will will have uh, lots of stuff there. Uh, Never Lost Anchors will have have a booth. They got a ten by twenty booth. The Tackle Bandit, they always have a 30 by 40 booth. That's a monster. <laughs> and and all, the, all the the rod manufacturers, they have a 30 by 40 booth. Uh, let's see. And then I got another tournament series, Taylorville Lake Tournament Series. Uh, and then we have a, a guide, a fishing guide for crappie, which is Cleary, Kentucky Fishing Guide Service. And, of course, Sea Arc Boats will be there. They've got a huge, huge uh, deal. Uh, another crossover guide they fish for cropping and catfish both which is catch them guide service i believe they're i don't hold me to it. i think they're out of oklahoma but don't hold me to it and then we had catfish clothing they have a lot of catfish and crappie clothing as well uh, but i think they name it crappie clothing 
another clothing manufacturer that that has some cool stuff is Hook and Drag. They bring their, they got another thirty by forty. They drive their whole vehicle in and and unload a a, a whole big floor of cool um, graphical kind of crappie and catfish stuff. Uh, let's see the Sick Outdoors. S I C Outdoors. Um, I believe they're rods and and some tackle. They're they're a new startup as well. Uh, Anglers Outpost and Marine. They sell boats, express boats, and another brand, I believe. Uh, Cornfield Fishing Gear. That this fellow is from the crappie side of things, but it's a good crossover brand as well because they make mounts for your electronics. And I think they make this <clears throat> automatic turner thing for your live scope um, dealio. I've heard of them. I don't know exactly what they do, but I've heard of them. Yeah. And of course, we brought the Kentucky Cat, uh, K- Kentucky Crappie Trail uh, in with us. That only makes sense being in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And then we have, uh, and we're, we're like, I say, we'll, we'll bring on some. If you want to advertise your trail, get a hold of me. We've got some good deals that we can, we can touch you. Come in and, and gather some. Uh, some more, you know, fishermen. Uh, next on the list is a fried eddy jigs. Uh, I think there's another custom jig making fellow. And we have Unlimited Marine. They're going to have uh, crest liner boats down there. And next on the list is the Sinker Shed. This fellow is coming all the way from New York, but man, he he'll bring. I think he told me he's bringing six tons of lead down. Oh my god, he's got, he's got lead for the. Uh, catfish fisherman and he's got all kinds of uh, little crappie jigs and and hooks and 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 all that now i don't think they're finished i think they're going to be um you know just playing jigs and you you buy them and put your own twist to it uh then we have mondo cat yep brian millage sell rods and nets and anchors and, and stuff cat river anchors mondo cat rods Yep, and then um, Bluff City Tackle is another crossover tackle company. They have crappie and catfish stuff both. Uh, Rod Ripping Catfish Trail, that's another local catfish trail uh, in Indiana. Uh, new, well, they're not new, but this is their second year uh, in America, I think, and it's Morado Hooks. Um, I think they've come up with a crop, uh, they got crappie hooks and, and catfish hooks both. Uh, and some of the, let's see, the crappie magnet is another one. Uh, they have a lot of crappie jigs and, and stuff like that. And then we have crappie addicts fishing gear. They have a lot of apparel, and I think, because they're all running together, and excuse me for, for that, I, I'll try to pay attention to my, my people, but I feel like they got rods as well, uh, crappie rods as well. And then the Easy Drift uh, trolling system, they have... Um, apparatuses that you put on your trolling motor to hold cables and stuff away from the twisting and and, and all that i think I'm, and they have drifting paddles uh anything you need for drifting in, in a boat they're going to have uh hammerhead sonar i think that's another sonar mounting company. yeah that's a big business really these days right now oh uh, so that's the second we have in there another rod company anvil rods yep they've been around a while yeah, AJ Slavin Fishing. They are rod re- rod repair center. And then we got the King Cat Tournament Trail. G and S Catfish Bait. Yep. This is some interesting. This uh, this thing next is interesting too. 
And it may have been around a long time. I just don't know. I'm still learning it, but I'm jumping in both feet with this crappy stuff. Bait Pop Incorporated. Now, the way I understand this stuff works, Brad, is you, you know, you got your little crappie jigs and you smear this stuff on your product. So it's a gel like and you put it on there, but it intensifies your visibility through the live scope. Whatever's whatever they put on it intensifies it. So when you put that jig that's a new one. Sometimes you sit on a live scope if anybody uses live scope. Sometimes that jig will disappear and then reappear and disappear. But when you put this stuff on it, I understand you're going to be able to keep track of it anywhere because it's just going to just pop your bait is what. Well, they they got a market in ice fishing if that stuff works. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one I have right now, and I got just picked them up yesterday, is Beat Down Outdoors. Uh, and again, that's another big major company that, that creates huge, heavy, sturdy mounts for these big 12s and 16 uh, electronics. To put on the front of your boat so these guys are chasing these they're, they're single pulling these crappie and, and uh stuff now so they're chasing they're looking at one one fish and chasing that fish down getting more specific so that's, that's then where we're at on that but that's the you know we got about 70 vendors right now you got more room for vendors oh yeah yeah i still like i say i'm dealing with two hundred thousand square feet so you got, got somebody happens to be watching if someone happens to be watching us right now and wants to get in there who how are they going to get a hold of you to get that booth booked? Just give me a call, 502-510-0275. I'm, I'm old school. You're not going to probably deal with me like you deal with other other uh, shows because I've been winging this since the beginning. I'm sure other shows have got other ways to do things, but you call me, uh, we discuss a booth size and then a booth price, and you say yes or no, and uh, we, we sign you up. And then, then – but see, my show is so much different than other shows. Like I said, we don't have all the cookie cutter little uh, ten by tens that you had on. My my people want such big booths that I've got a custom place everybody in, and we got so many rod people. I got a place a rod guy here and a rod guy, you know, half a block down on the other side and over here. So I've got them spread out and about. So I don't want to put them right next to each other. Yeah, you don't want that, but. We're running a little bit low on time here, but I wanted to make sure you get some vendors in. Um, and people can already buy tickets. Keep in mind, you know, we're only yeah. a month out or so at this point. So where can people get their tickets in advance? Just go to catfishconference.com. And, and I know it says Catfish Conference, but if you're crappie, that you're going to get to the same place. We got such an awesome crappie, crappie uh, show for you as well. But catfishconference.com, you go down there, you can, we can, you can book your tickets. You can book a hotel room. We got a host hotel. I think it is maybe almost filled up. So if you are planning on coming, and the airport's right there, you can fly into Louisville International Airport and be shuttled to any kind of hotel and then shuttled over to our expo center. Anything else you'd like to add about Catfish Conference before I let you go? No, I just appreciate everybody over the years of visiting us. It's it's a big family, kind of like a family reunion, but, you know, the crappie, adding the crappie, them guys are just like us. They're all family oriented, uh, love the sport, and just trying to, to make uh, a huge gathering of, of sportsmen anglers uh, to keep the, the trend rolling. Well, with that, Steve, I want to thank you for coming on. I mean, it's a treat getting a heavy hitter like you to come on a little podcast from North Dakota that does 13 episodes a year. And, uh, I don't know about a heavy hitter now. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do are. Just deal with it. Just own it. <laughs> I want to I thank you for having me, Brad. You've always been a good guy. You've been in a long time. 
Uh, you're serious about your craft, and, and I appreciate you inviting me to the show. Well, one of these years I'm going to get down to that Kentucky show just because I want to make the appearance and I want to see the big show, the original show. Well, how about I just do this right now for you? You come next year, and you can be one of my seminar speakers, and I'll put you up in a hotel. I can't get you, can't get you down here, but if you get here, I'll put you up in a hotel, and you can be one of my seminar speakers. We will. It's in the last weekend of February. Yeah, I was just going to say, we're going to see how this taxidermy thing goes. He's got a couple of years till he's out of my house, and I suppose I should be, this is his sports, so I suppose I should be that good, uh, uh, what do That's you call right. it? I'm not a soccer dad or a hockey dad. I'm a taxidermist dad. Kind of an odd one, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely be in touch, and we'll be talking. You know I got your phone number. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, thanks for coming on with me, Steve. Appreciate you. You have, right. have a good day and a Merry Christmas. Yes, thank you. Chiller bait tanks. Everyone in catfishing knows that fresh bait is a key to success. Keep your bait fresh and alive longer with chiller bait tanks. Chiller bait tanks are the only fully insulated, rotomolded tank on the market, making them the most durable bait tank on the market. Chiller bait tank offers patent-pending operating system for controlling gases in the marine storage tanks. Our tank features off-chamber aeration. What is off-chamber aeration and why is it important? Air is comprised of 78% nitrogen, 21% oxygen. We're focused on that 21% oxygen. We extract it in our pump bay, confining all the bubble agitation into the oxygenated water pumping throughout the tank. Available in 30 and 45-gallon models. Both include free shipping. Each tank also includes our three-stage quick-change filter and customizable power cord. Chiller bait tanks are compact and durable and give you many years of worry-free bait keeping. For more information or to buy your last tank first, check them out at chillerbaittank.com. With that... A reminder to get over to the Brad Derrick Outdoors Facebook page. Go to the Super Clean Contest. Go to the keyword, type in, or into the comments, type in the keyword catfish. I'd also like to thank Half Brothers Brewing for showing me that black IPAs actually are really good as well. I'm sold on this one. I've been enjoying it the whole time Mr. Douglas has been talking. Our sponsors for Season 3, as always, presented by Half Brothers Brewing, Thunder Rays Auto Repair, Brothers Firearms, Musk Ox Snowblowers, and Chiller Bait Tanks. Between now and then, now and next week, be sure to check out all the other shows at Grand Fork's Best Source. You can get a list of the shows and hosts at gfbestsource.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the previous Catfish Best Source shows, go to redrivercatfish.com and click on the podcast button. Look me up on the web for anything else, redrivercatfish.com, Brad Durick Outdoors on Facebook, or Brad Durick on Instagram. Until then, I will see you next week. Dale, roll that beautiful catfish audio.